You're listening to the 212 Roundtable Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Google Podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe. You can also find the Brew Club at 212.beer. That's the number two, the word 12.beer. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching 212 Brew Club. Now on to the show. That's good. You can sit back. Right. Then we're not clipping. Lean back. Yeah. As you can see that, as you can hear, that's not that's not Brandon. Brandon is on baby leave for this episode. He just uh, he and his wife Becca just had their first child, Benjamin. I hope that the middle name is Michael because then all of their I believe or no, it is Michael. His middle name is Michael, so he's BMW. Oh yeah, Brandon Michael. And and Benjamin Michael. Benjamin. I hope Becca's uh, middle name is an M. They would all be BMWs. What if her middle name is Michael? Hmm. She should change it. Can you change your middle name legally? I think you can. Yeah, you must right? be able to, right? Who you cares? You can change your first name. Yeah, you, you change your last name. Tony, did you ever want to change your name? I did not. <laughs> I was originally going to be named Dominic, and I had no desire to have that name. So as a baby, I said, no, mm-hmm. I'm an Anthony. Mm-hmm. And I said it like that. My parents said they were going to name me Giuseppe. Which would have been awesome. Yeah, if you were Giuseppe and I was Dominic, we would have we would have <laughs> yeah. ran our school. Yeah, yeah. We totally would have like just Hey, hey Giuseppe, How you doing? it's me, Dominic. Hey, what's up? Hey, let's get some pizza. And then I'd be like, we still hate you. You're not popular. <laughs> I'm walking here. Anyways, so yes, Kevin is is joining me here uh, because we have a special episode. At the end of every recording that we've done since this podcast started, we started recording I don't know, about 15, 20 minutes afterwards with each guest uh, and opened up a beer that either they brought or Brandon busted out of his cellar. And so what you're about to hear is a collection of those. Now, let me also say that we kind of just set up a mic or two or we, we let it keep going. The first one, I believe, is the uh, right after the New England IPA where we actually taste barrel-aged beer that you're drinking right now, Kevin. Oh, you're sampling it. Nice. Um, and we had uh, a meal from the club there. Me and Brandon, Clark was there, and Eric from Goose Island um, Barrel House was there. So we got uh, a little input on him. You're actually on this episode, one of the pale ale episodes, because yeah. we drank some more pale ales. I'm a little frightened. I don't remember what we talked about. Um, I listened to some of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It, it's okay. Yeah, we'll fine. see. Okay. It's yeah, whatever. Uh, Pat Pat McHugh is on here. We drink a 2010 Goose Island Pierre Jacques, where I mentioned. Goose Island should probably start sponsoring this podcast for how much we actually drink of their beer and mention them. What's the Pierre Jacques? Pierre Jacques. It's a Belgian. uh, It's a Belgian golden ale. Okay. It was good. It was. It was aged. We'll have to listen to the episode because I'm not sure if I liked it or not. (laughs) Okay. And then, oh, Brandon and I lose our shit. I sent you a picture. Lose our shit over a Prairie Dog beer. um, That is. Forget what's all in it, but oh my god. It it was like peanut butter wafers. Yeah, vanilla and coffee. I think. Yeah, it was chocolate. It was, yeah. yeah, anything you can put in one of those stouts. Yeah. It was, it was, it was awesome. The wafers is what got me. 
Who love doesn't wafers. love wafers? I got love wafers. I got Nilla wafers upstairs. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember when we would have sleepovers and we'd get mm. like a six pack? Do of, I? <laughs> we'd get like a six pack of cherry coke mm. and the uh, uh, not Nilla wafers, but the uh, what are they called? Like the strawberry chocolate. Oh yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, wa- yeah. the wafer cookies. With the wafer the, cookies. They had like the cream and we'd in the eat like that whole thing and drink all the cherry coke. Oh my god, like, that's disgusting. How? And then I wonder How why dead? my body is the way it is now. <laughs> I'm sure if I stopped drinking drinking beer, yeah, uh, it would change. But yeah, it's a lot of sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for being my 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 sidekick. Yeah, today. yeah. I know. I'm not. You know, I'm it's, just here. It's better than just me talking into the sure. mic. Going, okay, so here we go. We got mm-hmm. this. It's nice. And you've been on the show, so now yeah, yeah, yeah. every um, actually, I say every guest has been back on the show. <laughs> it's funny as episode eight, everybody's already been back on. We also have a clip show now. Oh. Only in episode eight. That's what this is, the clip uh-huh. show. Except Stephanie, our very first guest, okay. who we don't have a after the final four, and she hasn't been on yet. And she was the reason why we were going to do, we did the Belgian triple. And actually, we're going to see Stephanie tonight, so she gets to finally try the Belgian triple. should secretly tape her and just put it in and post. <laughs> it's a good idea. <laughs> so what do you think about this beer? This is terrible. Yeah. That's a post. Yep. If I know anything from my FCC training at my job, mm. it's that you can secretly record people and air it whenever you want. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like the most yeah, legal Yeah, it's totally legal. Yeah, so yeah. Anyways, uh, so let's get into this. Uh, here is the first of uh, many clips. Uh, this is, uh, let, me, let me scroll, let me check Let me check what we got here. Check the very first uh, clips that we're listening to the, after the final pour. This is what Brandon named it. I, I called it something else. I think I called, let's call these sides or like smalls or whatever. And uh, Brandon came with the name after the final pour, so we want to make this a, a regular thing, and it'll sound better after this one. Ooh, I like I just, that. Just got a power up. ATFP. Mm-hmm. I took out the T because you're not. Sp- I mean, T. AFP. Was, yeah, AFP. AFP. Yeah. A- Alien fights predator. Yeah. The first one is uh, <laughs> after the New England IPA episode, as I said, with Clark, Emil, and Eric, and we discuss uh, the barrel age beer. So. Sweet. Here we go. Alan farts, pal. Y'all. So, um, wow, you just did the two things that you're not supposed to do. So, um, yeah, because I'm starting it off and you're gonna edit that shit. So, oh boy. Tony, uh, come on. So, no, dude, stop saying so. So, so what? This, this here we are. Yeah, try that. Try that. Try that. Try that. Here we are. This portion of the podcast is going to be dedicated to our barrel that we have. Uh, with our Soul Survivor Stout that's been sitting there since January 2017 of last no. year. 18. 18. It's 2019. Oh, yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. 2018 of last year. Uh, 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 and January just, 2018. And the only reason why you got the year wrong is because we just finished the New England IPA yeah. podcast. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah. So, the... Anyway, the reason that we're doing this is just because uh, we also have special guest Eric here. Who works Hello. for this island and deals uh, with their barrel bourbon pro. barreled beers? Yes, he's in the barrel program. And it was a great idea from Tony and I to pull some of this off. It's been in there. F- <laughs> ah. These guys. <laughs> it's very specific. Yes, yes, correct. It is anyway, a good so idea, right? it's been in there for over a year now. We did okay. pull some off in August of last year uh, that we took five gallons to the brew fest. And then we replaced it with five gallons, so it would be interesting to see kind of how. Yeah, one one third it. one third of this is fresh beer from August. The rest of the other two thirds has been aged since last January. Okay, which is almost last January. Add a week onto that, so we're a little over a year on that. 
So yeah. well, happy birthday, beer. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday, beer. Let's give this a go. It right off the bat. Let's it, give it a nice sip. Cheers. It smells it smells like uh, bourbon barrel right. beer. Get that on mic. Oh, it's flat. Wow. Ooh. Nice little chocolate. Getting a lot of a lot of nice. It's yeah. like uh, like I expected. It's lacking in body, but as far as the barrel goes, man, that's pretty good. What I like to say right off the bat is, um, I think the base was really well done, or it was just well execution. Not even just the recipe of it; like it was you. very solid base. It's you a blend. Get, like, it is a blend of three different uh, batches that we brewed. It's a recipe that I did. It was all that, the same recipe. Oh, that yeah. makes a lot more sense because yeah. that, that was the next thing I was about to say is like you have complexity to it. It has layers as to what the base might have encompassed. You know, I don't just get, like, overpowering roastiness. I don't get overpowering dark fruits complemented by, like, biscuitiness. I get, like, a little bit of mix of everything, which is really nice. Right Thanks. It almost, uh, <laughs> yeah, I may be crazy here. Tell me if any of you guys get this. And it could just be my, again, my, my taste buds could be roasted from um, trying the, the different IPAs. But I'm almost getting, like, this, this apple brandy sort of thing. Yeah, a little bit. Do you guys get that? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Not green, but not not green like off flavor, but Do, apple. I wouldn't say like acetaldehyde. Yeah, right. say like, exactly right. Yes, maybe not, some kind of like ripe fruit. You know, in a pleasant way. Yeah, yes. I, I would lean it more towards like maybe a more raisin type yeah. of flavor, like a dark sure. fruit characteristic. Coming I was getting raisin it. and almost like a date type. Mm-hmm. You know, Clark, what do you get from this? I'm getting all sorts. I, it's I'm getting drunk. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> raisin date. I got uh, the. My first sip, I got some chocolate roastiness, but I'm not getting it as I go through it, which is interesting. I agree. Because um, I got the chocolate roasty um, bourbon flavor off the bat. And then right before you had mentioned the apple brandy, I took a sip. And as you had said that, I was swallowing that sip. And that's exactly what I tasted. And like you said, it's, it's not that off flavor, uh, but more... Fruitiness, like a, like a dark fruit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think what I'd want a little more is like a little bit more of the barrel characteristic coming through. But that I think that might tie a little bit more to what the barrel was right. and how you treated it. Right. So can can you explain a little bit about like where you got the barrel from lean and back. what you guys did lean to it before back. you wrecked lean the beer back. into lean it? Back. What's the name of the place lean that we lean back? back? So I'll check in a minute uh, and get the name of the, the barrel. So cool. but Tony had actually found no, it. No, that's okay. It didn't. Like, hey, this guy wants to get rid of these. Ow. He's like, right so my he face. The info anyway, so we're back. We took a quick break and now literally that was that was the quickest break we've ever taken. We are going to Figured, no, maybe let's not mention the distillery. No, I figured. No, I figured I was gonna run in there and be like, was it a distillery or was it some guy selling them out of the back? It's the second part of the bourbon episode. We had trouble with the audio. It worked out because Neil and Eric came back and we did that episode with him. But this was after the final four of that. So this was the second. So you saw it on just a Facebook post. So we had that. Yeah, that just reminded me. Tony and I started emailing the guy and we had a little bit of audio. Okay. Add, so we might let's have go, one more. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll save it for something else. This is the show's going to get long. But anyway, so we talked to him. We drink in Pierre Jacques. We drink in Pierre Jacques. So always be drinking Pierre Jacques. It was a 2010 that Brandon pulled out of his cellar, and I remember. I think we ended up. We'll see. You've never had Pierre Jacques. I have not. I've never had any of. Wasn't that long? Wasn't that long? First of all, what did why are you even on the show? You asked me. That is not true. Literally, all right. Here's some more. Artie for president. Something in it. 
That's they had it, gotten uh, it brand new. But for the bourbon itself, was it only aged in there yeah, for like six to eight months? I think so. Is what you mean? So they pulled that off, and I was like, okay. So then I had taken it, brought it home, and I had thrown literally like a bottle of my wife's bourbon in there and like dumped it in there. Your wife? Did your wife makes her own bourbon? Yeah. Did you see anything in there beforehand? Good for her. Did you her. see like a nice little puddle sitting in there? Like, was well, it already saturated, yep. I guess is what I'm asking. Like, well, he had said he had just drained and... them like the day before or something like that. So I kind of took his word for it. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know, I grabbed it. I mean, I mean, opened it up and it was like huge bourbon smell and everything like that. I was right. like, okay. And like, I had actually dumped some stuff out of it. So some liquid came out. Um, but I knew we were going to let it sit for a little while, so I filled it with a, a bottle of bourbon, and, like, literally, yeah. like, every day I was, like, shaking it. Um, and then straight I, fucking backyard barbarian yeah. shaking the hell out of a barrel. So Neighbors I had done looking that. at you like, what, <laughs> yeah. what is this man doing? I'm <laughs> making booze. <laughs> so, so I'd actually done that, um, and I was doing that for a while, and then it turned out, like, we weren't going to brew for a while, so I had emptied it all out. I had bought another bottle of bourbon, threw that in there, uh, Actually put a, a whole full bottle in there. Okay. Sealed it, corked it, and then I saran wrapped the entire thing. Do you remember the bourbon that you used? And shook it up. You uh, said it was, it was redemption. a redemption, right? Yeah, redemption. Right. Oh, okay. I, put it in I there. thought it was Sweet. Buffalo Trace, which is expensive to you. What'd you say? I thought it was Buffalo Trace that you. No, 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 no. No, before we <laughs> thirty brewed, bucks though, down no. into this barrel. No, before we brewed. Uh, well, Redemption is like twenty eight dollars a bottle. But when we did, I was gonna say Redemption is a little more expensive than Buffalo. Trace. I've never had Redemption. Really. Yeah. I've never had um, Redemption. Yeah. Money for money. But I think before, I right before like we brewed, I think I did like I just poured a little Buffalo Trace in there and just did a rinse. Oh, maybe that's right. Um, yeah. So oh, we ended up doing that, and then um, yeah, so we brewed. What was it? Fifteen. Yeah, we did fifteen yeah. gallons. Okay. Did we do 15 or 20 gallons? We did 20 gallons. We did 20 gallons. We did 20 gallons so that we... for the loss as well. So right, that, and then yeah. we also ended up with, like, I think four and a half gallons. Uh, we filled it up to the brim the first time we filled it. Okay. So much where we were, like, very... Uh, sp- what, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say specific. This is where my editing skills are great for the <laughs> podcast. Great. Uh, <laughs> fuck, what's the word where it's, like... What's another word for spe- specific? What's a synonym for specific? Uh, certain. Or like target. you're like very like anal about something. Yeah. Precise. Precise. Yeah. We were very precise about watching it fill up to the point where it was. Uh, do you guys remember Breaking Bad? You guys all see Breaking Absolutely. Bad. Absolutely, I love Breaking you know Bad. When the, you know when they're emptying the the train. Yes. Yeah. Where he's like, hold on. Yeah, he, he hold stops it. everything. He Walter says, White's hold like, on. hold it, hold yeah. it. He's like, got it, got yep. it. Even that's... when you have a lot, he wanted the meticulous preciseness. And that's like, where we got, yeah. Meticulous. That was the word I was yeah. looking for. Meticulous is, is what exactly we did. He wanted to be exactly where he wanted it to be. And we got it which filled. Which is a good attitude to have. Totally. Way. We but got yeah. it filled to where it was touching the bottom of the bung. Because mm. everybody wants to touch the bottom of the bung. the bung. Yeah. Just to plug the bunghole, too. You gotta. Yeah, and we had just just turn this. And we had hit it with. (laughs) We had hit it with CO2 before we filled it this time because we didn't do that before. You hit the bunghole with some CO2? The second time. We ended on such a high note. When we when we when we went, when we, we, we we pulled the five gallons off for the Great Lakes Brew Fest. All right. Brandon and I brewed another five gallons to replenish that, and we were a little short because we didn't oh, figure true. how much we were taking off and what the loss would have been soaking in or whatever. So there's a little headspace. Mm-hmm. So as after we filled it, we noticed there was you know. Maybe about an inch or so yeah, of head space. Right. And I just sat there. I have my CO2 tank and for the hose and just blasted it mm-hmm. into the top of it to try and push out as much oxygen as possible. Right. And my concern was, man, there's too much head space. 
I don't know how much that CO2 is going to do. Oh, dude, yeah. it does plenty. It, it, apparently it has. You don't my, need to, my, like, my thought was, with it. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Time was, just because the first time we ever did a barrel-aged beer, we got a hold of a 50 or 55-gallon Knob Creek Knob barrel. Creek, yeah. okay. We brewed 50 to 55 gallons of a stout. That's a big boy. To put, yeah, to put in there. And a uh, pellicle formed on top. And it was fucking nail polish remover. <laughs> oh, no. So... You the AE? It cost... There was more people in the club at the time. There was about nine or ten of us. So it cost us about ten bucks a person. We're all about ten... Out ten bucks. Yeah. But it still sucks. How, how do you think you, you got a lot of that nail polish all flavor? Just learning... Uh, there was, yeah. There was, there was... Too much headspace. We did not brew enough. We didn't do anything to, to kind of seal that. And the sanitation also, for yeah, it was bad. The the barrel was rinsed in a kiddie pool with hose water, and that was. Oh, it. that was the tragic story behind it, right? There you go. <laughs> so it's like the cardinal sad. sin when you're coming to barrel aging. If I want a barrel to throw my beer inside of, I want it wet. I want it soaked in bourbon. You know, yeah. I want it to be pretty fresh. Like the second he dumps the bourbon out of it, ideally, I would push them out of the way and stick my wand in there and fill it up with fucking beer. That sounds but very if sexual. You go, I mean, <laughs> Just sticking my wand right in there. <laughs> right in the bunghole. <laughs> yeah. But that's what you want. You know, Going you want blue. it as freshly yeah. dumped as you can get it. Freshly dumped of that bourbon, maybe a nice little puddle at the bottom of it. Or as your guy did the opposite of what you want. He yeah. took it, sprayed water in there, and just sloshed it. And, and to his defense, we had no idea what we were doing. Oh, no, it was, that, the, first, yeah, it was the first fine. time... First time we did this, we were virgins. Yeah, we were. We were. It was your virgins. first time. I remember my, yeah. my first time. Yeah, it felt like, it felt like <laughs> the it was like, first time. It was like it was like two yeah. weeks ago. This so. guy knows what's it's still fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Took an interesting turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, you understand like a lot of the things that it did to the barrel itself once he did that. You it kind of stripped away a lot of the properties that you wanted originally for it. You want it to be wet. You want it to have that characteristic soaked in the staves of the wood of it. For I can't the get over the, I can't get all the sexual. Noise. Yeah, you wanted it wet. <laughs> okay, Tony. Dude, I didn't uh, even see it that way at this right. point, and I'm uh, the king of the going blue. Damn it, Tony. Just going yeah, blue. We should, we should have ended it. The just last. going. This, just this going not blue. Good. That's why we've got editing capability. <laughs> just going blue I mean, all the time. Editing, you mean all right. edit all of this. So you were saying something about it. We'll say a little more appropriately. All right, so. By, by splashing that water in there, you kind of washed away of all the coating that you wanted along the sides it of the barrel. You want it coated in the bourbon. You wanted it wow. fairly saturated in the staves just to get the most out of the flavor before you put your beer in it. But he got rid of all of that. Which yeah, is, it was all gone. And, and he was showing me pictures of like all the I mean, it's okay. It happens yeah. all the time. You, you guys know, talking about the mistakes, guy. But, uh, yeah. So you, where did you get your barrel from? I got it from Clark. Journeyman. Clark, Distillery. where did you get your barrel from? Sorry. Thank you for asking, Tony. I got it from Journeyman Distillery <laughs> in Three Oaks, Michigan. Yeah. It's just a five-gallon guy. It was, that, it was whiskey, though. It was some type of whiskey. whiskey in there. And, and my problem was that I let it sit there for a good six to seven months until I used it. Uh, and it was really uh, dumb because it smelled so great when we first got it. It was moist. Is that better? Yeah, no? thanks, thanks. Moist? Moist is a better word. And uh, <laughs> not knowing what I was doing, I was, well, I'll get around to it. When I get around to it, I brewed a stout, which the stout turned out pretty nice. It was a KBS club. It was, it right? was. Uh, it was it was nice, and then it, it, it sort of it. worked. It was okay. It's fine. Now, we, you and I have had different generations. Uh, how old is that beer now? It's almost three years. I believe years? I... Oh, gosh, Two to three years. Probably three years this July or August. I would like to have been in bottles. I would like to revisit it because 
I've had it at different stages where it has been bad. It has been good. Correct. It's been okay. It's been bad again. Been bad again. <laughs> well, and then it's been good. You yeah. do have those trials. I'm, I'm, I'm really good. interested in, in revisiting that again. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I did learn from you guys to uh, sanitize it <laughs> yeah. or do something to it. I did not use a garden hose, so that was well, that was, that was smart. Call. But I did not purge it with CO2 or not purge, but I did not uh, use any CO2. Yeah. You can't do the pop pops when someone's talking. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're was... a real piece of work. You know. <laughs> I know you want to just cut and end it, but I it's can not good. It's just none together. of it's been good. What is it? We're too drunk. No, it's, we sound like shit. No, no, we sound like shit. There's been good conversation. <laughs> I think there's some pretty good topics about the barrels and the characteristics. I don't know. You don't. You underestimate my my editing skills. All right, let's bring it. Let's bring it back together. Sorry, guys. What do you want to know about? We're gonna have to close it. What do you think about overall? What do What do you What do you think about that? What you just about the beer itself? Yeah. Like I said, this, the base is very solid. You can tell that it's been mixed with quite a few different batches because it does have a different kind of complexity to it. It's not one-dimensional in the way that you have like overly biscuity flavor. It's not one-dimensional in the way that it's like it's too roasty. You have a little bit of everything in there going on, which is what you want. And you have like some dark fruit coming through, dark fruit characteristic that we all kind of commented on too. And it's not like overly sweet, like ridiculously ripe type of fruit characteristic. It's more earthy tones to it. Yeah. More like a, a more toned down fruitiness to it, like a more raisiny one rather than like a tropical fruit. You know, it's more of a, right it's more a subtle one that you want to complement a stout base to it, Damn. and that's what comes through with it, which is, which is nice, and which is what you want. All that I would be looking for a little forward, and like we talked about earlier, just from a brewer's perspective, when you make something, all you look for is what can be better, what can I adjust. Yeah. If I was to approach this in the same way, I would look for a little more of a barrel characteristic. But that might just have to do with the treatment of the barrel like sure. beforehand. Like you said, this one only sat with bourbon in it for like eight months or something like that before it was done. Possibly. Is that what you said? And then we had to re-wet it. Yeah, so you have to kind of rehydrate it, bring it back to life. But in an ideal situation, you will have had a bourbon barrel that had bourbon in it for quite some time. And only recently dumped not too long ago. And by that time, by those years of it having it in there, the staves really get soaked. You get that contracting, that expanding over time yeah. that lets the staves get soaked with different barrel characteristic. Yeah. And so that's kind of what you're looking for. So moving forward, that's kind of ideal situation right there. Just makes it beautiful. And yeah, that's good advice. sits in that kind of barrel. And then that's how you get a lot more of that barrel characteristic coming too. Because barrel aging is considered an adjunct in itself. Yeah. You know, bourbon barrel aging a beer adds vanilla, adds that charred oak, it adds cinnamon qualities. It's a little bit of everything as long as the barrel is treated properly. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because one of our, you know, what we need to do is plan accordingly next time if we ever, you know, if we attempt to do this again, like knowing we're getting not a when. barrel. When. That's, uh, that is a when. Yeah, that's not if, when. but when. That's better. Yeah. The when, so yeah. when we attempt to do this again, you know, depending on the side of the, you know, just planning the brew date around picking up the barrel and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Instead of finding the barrel and then. And then, but it would be right good out. to know too, like, and maybe we just need to make better connections of knowing when these distilleries are emptying their barrels and be like, oh, we're going to be emptying a 20 gallon barrel, you know, next Friday. And it's like, well, shit, it's. You know, Thursday the week before, let's brew on Saturday, brew 25 gallons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have some ready to go. Have right some there, ready yeah. to go to dump into that because we're going to be picking it up. Right. But that's yeah. the chaotic fun of it, too. Just, yeah, totally. just the way you guys told me about it when you're like, we brew batch and no, we saw a barrel on Facebook and we're like, we're going to go fucking get I mean, it. I'm going to get it on my lunch break. <laughs> it is kind of how it works out. Stick a beer in it. 
that's the Call fucking fun and joy yeah. of it right there. I mean, and we, it came out good. It gave you a good product just yeah. from like the bad, impulsive, yeah. I'm going to go get this fucking thing on my lunch break. <laughs> and that made it so fucking good. Rangers, you wouldn't have uh, had this awesome fucking beer if you didn't on a whim decide, exactly. I'm going to go get this motherfucker. <laughs> it must have been Randy's uh, Barrel House Emporium. Is that what it was called? Randy? Yeah, Randy's Barrel House Emporium. <laughs> the, just no. the genericness no. of the name. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I don't. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it might be. It might Randy's be Randy. Wild and Randy's uh, barrel, barrel place. We have. Barrels. I think it was an actual yeah, story. Yeah, come get the barrel. barrel. What you need? Don't ask any questions. Just come get it. So take we're it, actually, damn it. we're gonna be leaving. We're leaving the name off because <laughs> the the product the product bourbon that I ended up discovering because my intent was to buy that bourbon yes. and put it into the barrel. Yes. But it was all like two star rated everywhere I saw it. Uh, again, coming back, coming back hard again, like the Fat Boys. Wow, so, that was fantastic! I, I can't can, believe they said that. I, <laughs> I can't believe how in depth we got into the barrel aged beer. And during during that, I actually went and poured myself a little bit of it as well. It's Cheers. unreal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we talked about the barrel, and I have to go back and check because I'm pretty sure that cuts off. I could be wrong. Okay. I, I'm, I think the something happened with the audio. It may have cut off, but I, yeah, I'll fix it. Um, so yeah, so that was fun. So I, I, this is that that was the that from what I was listening to, from what I've listened to from these, uh, that is the best sounding one we recorded. So oh. I, that's why I put it up front. Gotcha. To, to rope gotcha. to rope everybody in to get you so set yourself up for disappointment for, for the these rest. next few clips, especially the next one because it features Kevin Guy. Oh, oh man, where we discuss pale ales, and the thing is, is that Brandon didn't tell us he was recording. Oh yeah. So oh, excuse me, Kevin, I, can't think of, I can't remember what we drank. This city and Burning River, I believe. That was it after mm-hmm. the after the pour the uh, yeah the Arnie fat. Pug. Uh, pug. Arnie Fat Pug. Arnie Fat Pug. Arnie the Fat Pug. Arnie. Well, it's still like after the final four. Yeah. Oof. Anyway, so let's get into that. Let's listen to you talk and me talk okay. and Brandon in the background talk about okay. Pale Ales. Okay. You guys ready? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks, Here we go. You're not paying for that shit. You never came to a show. We're not uh, gonna. Uh, that's a lot of head, man. We didn't tip the glass. We didn't tip the glass. <coughs> Great Lakes Burning River. But it's New Glarus Hotel. It's a New Glarus dick oh, yeah? head. Okay. I went to that brewery. By the way, this tastes like a fucking... Really I didn't know they had a hotel. Whoa. Where's Tony going? That tastes like... I got this. That tastes like an... Fucking amber slash lager slash pale ale. An amber dream. I, I feel like they've changed the logo a little bit. Didn't that used to be like more of like a painting kind of thing? Yep. <laughs> Asked and answered. Yep. <laughs> Cuyahoga River Fire. Yeah. Did you know about that fire? Nope. I've never been in that fire. Yeah. You've never been in that fire? <laughs> well, I would hope not. <laughs> Maybe I should be. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. Yeah, I don't um, know what the, the actual circumstances surrounding it, but, like, yeah, I think it was, like, the river was so disgusting that it was yeah. so polluted that it caught on fire. 
So, so they made a beer about it? Yeah, they're very, proud of, they're very proud of it. Okay. I mean... Have you been to Ohio? Not in a long time. Yeah. But this is a good beer. Yeah, it is a good beer. I like Great Lakes. What is the other My one? Urine. The Elliot Ness? Yeah. That one's really tasty. Yeah. My urine might still be sitting in the toilet because it was still running. <clears throat> Tony, have you been to Ohio? Yes. I just... Scolded Z. She's talked shit about Ohio. I'm like, dude, you've never even fucking been there. I like Ohio. I like Ohio as well. That's the only other place I've lived, technically, other than in Chicago. I lived I... in Columbus for like a month. Really? What? Other than San Diego well, for a month. I. Why'd you live in San Diego for a month? What? For, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I just kind of wish the mic was always on. <laughs> it's on now. Uh, it's on now. Mother I'm reporting. Dick. I did live in... I lived in San Diego because of a job. Oh. I can't believe you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I know you lived in Atlanta. Well, that was for life. Yeah. Uh, But San Diego was... Maybe we weren't hanging out around that time. Uh, That's when I was first dating... Thank uh, fucking God. Cody. Um, I'll edit that out. I lived in San Diego for a job uh, for one month, and we moved it to Rosemont. Oh, okay. It was super cool. Was that for training or something? Uh, yeah, and, and learning what the, what, what the, I don't have a, <coughs> I don't have a cough button. I'm a professional, I'm, I'm a professional on air radio person. <coughs> <coughs> hey, what's up? <coughs> I do. Um, I lived there because I had to move a company from San Diego that was moving to Rosemont. I see. So I learned what they were doing. It was super cool, actually. Uh, I bought an Xbox while I was down there. Uh-huh. The original Xbox yeah. from GameStop because I had so much extra... I owned that there. Xbox at one point. You did? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So you got that... That, that Xbox is yeah. imported from right. San Diego. It's gone now. I don't know what happened to it. I you probably threw it away. bitch. So when did, when, when did you live in Ohio? Um, the first time I went to Europe with a band, they were from Ohio... And they couldn't travel to me to practice, so I traveled to them to practice. It didn't make sense for all of them to right. come to Chicago. Right. That makes sense. So I lived with them for like a month and practiced. And it was fun. I liked, I liked Columbus a lot. That was something I actually wanted to bring up during the podcast was what... Did you have any English-style pale ales? <sighs> See, I don't remember. Because we had a lot of because you were on tour we had, yeah, in Europe for right. a while. We had a lot of local beers, but I think there a lot of them were just supplied. No. So I don't remember a lot of them. One I remember it was like there was a lot. I feel like there was a lot of like shitty beers. There was a lot yeah. of Carlsberg. Mm, Carlsberg, Carlsberg is kind of gross. Think, oh really? Yeah. You think it's kind of like the Heineken of. Let's do gross. Let's do a gross beer episode. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I, I remember in Amsterdam, you could get uh, regular Amstel. And it's not fucking Amstel delicious. That's like someone uh, who's only had Coors Light, and then they have a chance to try yeah. Coors Banquet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amstel is delicious. Um, there was one called Astra in Germany that I really liked. And I remember they had a really cool logo. It was like a heart with a anchor on it and a halo or something like that. It had a cool logo, so I remember it. And it came in like those little grenade bottles. Like a Mickey's? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. yeah. I said, mmm, um, like I love Mickey's. Mmm, Mickey's. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I had a Mickey's. Yeah, me neither. Man, maybe we should do a malt. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, a probably. Malt, malt I was going to say malt extra. You do a yeah, 40s episode. 
Oh, should we do an Edward Forty hands episode? Steel reserve. See how long we can last. Mickey's done. Edward Forty's hand is happening. <laughs> Edward Forty's hand. Edward Forty hands. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Edward Forty hands. It is. It is. Don't just... say Forty's hand, then. Dude, just... Edward's Forty hands. You just make me, dude. You know what? I don't like you being condescending. You know, I'm just about headed up to here with you. How high is up to here? Oh, right here. Oh, that's at your top of your pint glass. Yeah, it's not very high. Mm. I was Which means I could take a head. lot more of you. Oh, that's nice. Do you still think you can take more of me? Mm. That's the question. I mean, as long as you keep feeding me beer, baby. Oh, hey, that's the easiest way to do things. I'm kidding. I like our time together. I cherish you as a friend and as an adult human. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're what welcome. if I was uh, not an adult and I was just a kid and we hung no, out and drank beer? Nope. <laughs> and you drank beer? Yeah, well, like, I still gave you beer. Would that still be? <laughs> yeah, that'd be okay. Here you go, sir. I think, I like think it'd this? be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like you just had a kid who was like, hey, Mr. Goggin, you want to come by and hang out tonight? Like, that seems weird. Like, well, I got some beers, and I thought maybe we could watch some YouTube trailers. Oh, jeez, I don't know. Maybe we could watch uh, me play Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be still brewing the beer as a child? Yeah, I yeah, think okay. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe like one of those like scientist kids. <laughs> Doogie Hauser. I wonder if scientist kids brew beer. Hmm, you good think? question. Well, we gotta look that up. If anybody had knows that answer, shoot us an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just two twelve brew club at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Two twelve brew club. Always searching for children on the internet. That's me pulling my collar. Okay, so after uh, yeah, so you know what? We're gonna take a break because I've, I've we're still gonna take a break. Take a break. When we come back, we got two more after the final pours. Oh, two so, more. Yeah, we got two more. Two left. more. <clears throat> that one in there. Okay. Jeez. Into the music. Lean back. back. Oh, nice. That's very that's good. High five. Cool. That was awful. No, that's okay. It didn't clip. Let's clip it. Ow. Sorry. It right in my face. Anyway, so we're back. Uh, we took a quick break, and now, literally, that was, like, that was the quickest break we've ever, I've ever taken. It was very fast. Uh, we are going to now hear a little audio from when we uh, spoke to Pat McHugh when he um, came by to... He actually came by to record the... Second part of the Bourbon County episode, we had trouble with the audio, which worked out because Emil and Eric came back and we did that episode with him. But this was after the final pour of that. So this was the second part. Correct. Uh, so we have that. And oh, that just reminded me, I think there's another little bit of audio I need to add. So we might have one more. I don't know. Oh, Maybe cool. I'll save it for something else. This, is, this show is going to get long. Uh, but anyway, so we talked to him. We drink in Pierre Jacques. We drink in Pierre Jacques. <laughs> Always be drinking Pierre Jacques. Uh, it was a 2010 that Brandon pulled out of his cellar, and I remember, I think, liking it. We'll see. 
Don't You've never had Pierre Jacques, right? I have not. I have not. I've never had any of those fancy Goose Islands. Why are you even on this show ever? You ask me. That is not true. All right, here's some more. Artie for president. So we're still here with Pat. And by still, I mean we've recorded a bunch with Pat, Brandon's friend. Now my official friend on Facebook, which makes us friends in real life because we've hung out now a total of two or three times. Four. This is five. Nine times. We'll say nine because Brandon was very adamant about us hanging out at your wedding. Even though I don't remember. Oh, hanging out at your wedding. He no. said we met you. I met you. At that I listened to the your first episode, and you were talking about how you were like really no, dancing a lot at the I was. wedding. Because you must have been had, the only one. Yeah, I was. It there weren't that many people dancing. Let me clarify. When I had my birthday party, the when we went to the breweries, Pat was there. You were there. Oh, where, you you there's pictures of you two together. Oh, and uh, on the bus. Yeah. And oh, we that was like, great. You were, like, was hey, hey, hey. we're best friends at this point. <laughs> you guys had pictures together. Oh, man, I was so wasted by Sketchbook. <laughs> by the time we got to Sketchbook, I was. I remember standing... That's the only time I've been. I want to go back to Sketchbook. Sketchbook's yeah. great. I, yeah, I haven't been there since either, but... You think you think breweries would let us just go in there and set up to record a podcast? Yeah, we can tell everybody, hey, like, hey, hey, we're here. We're just going to record. Everybody just shut the fuck up. Anyway, not you guys. I'm talking about them. This beer was $10. Back then, Brandon, we're still here in your basement at your bar. What are we drinking? Uh, We're drinking the uh, Pierre Jacques from 2012, which is a Belgian-style ale. From Goose Island. Yes, and it was... I well, think I think the Goose Island here is four six two thousand twelve. I feel like Goose Island should start sponsoring this podcast because we've talked about Goose <laughs> Island a lot. We had a guy from Goose Island be on here. We did a whole Bourbon County episode, and now we're doing a little small episode with another Goose Island beer. On my reparations, but all right. So, being a two thousand twelve beer, that is not terrible. Right off the bat, the smell—it smells. Not as good as it tastes. It kind of smells like candy. Yeah. About 30 seconds ago, all I smelled was your vape pen still. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, there's a little oxidization. Oh, yeah, totally. And, I, and that makes sense with it being a 2012 beer. So, there's definitely a little oxygen uh, aspect. By the way, this is my favorite uh, Goose Island logo. Where it's the goose and the the full goose body with the goose like kind of looking backwards. Yeah, it reminds me of like Matilda. Or... Yeah, yeah. The goose is loose. Those, yeah. The goose is loose. Bruce's juices. That's a different no. beer. So, Pat, can you taste the oxidation? Oxidation. Uh, what do you taste? Oxidation. Oxidation. It tastes a little funny. Okay. It tastes a little like flat ginger ale. Interesting. Uh, uh, you know, just like that seems like that's part of it. Yes. So when I taste oxidation, I almost get like a copper, almost like a penny. Oh, okay. I get a penny on your tongue for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I like that flavor, but not, <laughs> I've, never, I've never had that in a beer before. But yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like as it sits here and opens up a little bit and I take more sips, it's not that prominent. So I feel like opening it up kind of, you know, clears the oxidation a little bit. Yeah, I'm swirling mine around here a little bit to kind of shake that off. Now it tastes a little more like a nickel. <laughs> oh. And, um, it reminds me if of If it nickel starts back. to taste like a quarter, let us know. <laughs> Sounds like Nickelback, though, when I put my ear up to it. Oh. This is how you Although, no, like, I feel like the, the swirl did it a little bit of justice. Yeah, giving it a swirl kind of opens swirl. it up. I learned yeah. that from Ronald in the Brew Club. Uh, T12. Finest in the internet's um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, even going back and smelling it, although there's still just something that's kind of apple-y, and I don't feel like that's like a off smell. It just kind of has like a green apple skin. Like if you peel like a apple, because I'm, I'm always peeling apples. No, the skin of an apple, like the skin of a green apple, when you first bite into it, you get that smell and that taste. It, that kind of has that, this Pierre Jacques 2012 kind of has that. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I, what I would say off the bat is like I don't hate it, mm-hmm. but I that, wouldn't order it. You know? If someone was like, I had an aged one, I guess the name. You, like, you age, you sell your beers very well. Um, yeah, so like knowing though, like if I went to a bar and they're like, oh, we've got a 2012 Pierre Jacques or like whatever. like What eight. restaurant are you going to where they're talking like that? That's awesome. <laughs> uh, in France. You know, anyway, if I go anywhere and they're like, oh, we've got 2012 Pierre Jacques, and I'd be like, mm, I've had one at home. Uh, I don't think I'd order it. Yeah, I don't. We aren't, we aren't serving in the proper glassware. The, probably not. But the only place I would. Welcome if, to the podcast, Pat, your new host. If that came in, yeah. like if I went to Goose Island and they said, hey, we have this, then I would probably I would, try it. Yes. That's the only place I would probably try it. I agree 100%. Because mm-hmm. they wouldn't be serving it otherwise unless it was something. Yeah. What is it? Just recently they started serving like the original Bourbon County. Like they have bottles of it. The very first Bourbon County this past winter when they were doing those special like. What? Come on in. We've got variants and for on-site you we know, got 95 Bourbon County. Yeah, that's. I don't know what the year is, but they got those Bourbon <laughs> counties. Um, we talked about that. I, saw, I know we've talked enough about Bourbon County. Hey, bring it back. But Pat. add their brewery. Because who knows when this will be released? Add their brewery, they had a <laughs> Bourbon County Stout Double Barrel. Mm. That was like 18%. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to try that. Have you. In the podcast and the episode that you're on about the part, I say that as if this yeah. is like so long ago, <laughs> but it might be. We don't have to replace. No, um, <laughs> you talked about revolution uh-huh. uh, and doing the their. Star. Yeah, have you ever? Did you have the VSOD? Yeah, I got a couple of. I've got like at least four in my house right those, now. Those, yeah. those are my my hands down my favorite revolution barrel aged beers. This those are very hot. Yes, and I, I didn't save it. I I actually split it with my friend Clark. He and I bought the four because it was like thirty bucks or thirty five bucks mm-hmm. for the four pack, and I was like, eh, can't really justify just like I mean, you buy all the beer and like you know, buy it and like how much do you really want to save and how much you want to share. So we're like, okay, we we'll split it seventeen fifty a piece, and that's it. You get two beers out of it. Well, when the Death Star was released this past year, two thousand eighteen. He and I went when they were releasing Death by Currents, Cafe Death, and regular uh, Death Star. Or uh, I haven't tried the Death, right, Death by Deeth. Cur- Deeth. Right, I don't right. know what it is. I, I is the guy's like, name is Deeth? Is it Deeth? Or is it's it Death? Josh Death is the guy. I don't think... It makes more sense. D-E-T-H. Yeah. It the owner is Josh Death. Yeah. No, but I think it's pronounced Deeth. Probably. So, like, people will come and correct you, like, no, it's Death Star. I'm like, well, that's not a... Whether it's Death or Death, it sounds better when you say Death Star. (laughs) Because it's a fucking Star Wars reference. Anyways, when I went... When Clark and I went that day, they had a whole bunch of variants and and different 
They had Death by Currents, regular Death Star, and regular Cafe Death. I haven't tap. tried the Currents. Death by Currents is... They had is, cherries the previous year, so... And this one, they had a barrel-aged Imperial Eugene with cherry, mm-hmm. which I got to try. But they had a double VSOD. Double VSOD? That was by far the best. I tried every single beer that day, because they were just like the six-ounce pours, and... Clark and I said we're making this our day because the year before we went to Prop Day at Goose Island, we didn't win prop tickets this year, so we went to Revolution. We're like, this is going to be our new Prop Day, um, and we sat there and drank a whole bunch of those beers. And the double VSOD was by far the best beer I ever had. It was like drinking hot fudge, and that's what makes me think. When you brought up the, the Bourbon County, the double barrel Bourbon County, I'm like, that has to be like it's the same like thing. I bet it's just fudge. super rich. Kind of like when uh, we went to the what, like Great American Beer Fest, Brandon. Yes. What was that? Oh, God, I can't even remember that beer. It was a California brewery. The the beer begins with an X. My, was it? Uh, don't make me look it up. But no, I know what you're talking about, and that was delicious. It was the only sample. We got two ounce pours. There's so many breweries at the Great American Beer Fest. It's unbelievable. That was the only beer and only brewery I went back to multiple times to drink the same thing because I just wanted to keep drinking it over and over again. It smelled and tasted like when you put hot fudge on a Sunday. I don't understand how people can still stand at the end of that festival or Fobab or the, like one of these whiskey festivals yeah. where there's 150 whiskeys. I'm like, I don't think I could try more than... We did a great job at... Great American Beer Fest. Great American Beer Fest, we survived the fest. We then went out to dinner and drank more beer. <laughs> we then went to an arcade and drank more beer. We hung out with uh, uh, OG member of the brew Brian. club, Brian Sanford, who lives out in uh, Colorado. After the barcade, we found a German fest, Oktoberfest. Yes. Uh, and spent the next three hours hanging out on the streets drinking more beer. To show you how good we are, I got my ass up at 3 o'clock in the morning and had to hop on uh, a flight back home to Chicago, and I was back here by 9 a.m. I've never woken up at 3. I've never woken up before 5 a.m., I don't think. I went to bed around 11. I think Bo came in around 1 or 2. Yeah. He woke up when he got the reach around. He was like, okay, time to go. It's like, you gotta go, buddy. Time to go, Tony. (laughs) Thanks, Bo, for the opportunity to go. Yeah, that was awesome. Am I wrong, or is this beer, it's got a little more fruit flavor now? Yes, uh, I already, I, I finished, I, we were talking about um, the Revolution beers, and as we were doing that, I was drinking this, and nope, this one, <laughs> that's the bourbon, wrong, wrong. that's the bourbon counting glass. Is there dregs in this? I don't think so. There will be. Right, in yours, probably. Yes, there is more, I think that goes back to what I was saying about the, the green apple. There's a fruitiness to this. Oh, right, you're saying apple, apple rind. No, I get that apple too. Apple skin. But there is that. It's not bad. No, but there's that lingering copper penny type flavor that, that I get. Yeah. Yeah. Looking past that though, shit for seven years. That's not terrible. No, and this is one of those things that says age for five years and then drink it. You know. You fucked that one up, man. That was two years ago. You should drink. You know, whatever. I got more like this too. So. Oh great! You got to slam all those, Pat. In order to become a host on this show, you have to slam a whole bunch of old oxidized beers. Oh, let me go get another one. You. 
Well, anyways, uh, Brandon, thanks for bringing out the Pierre Jacques 2012 Goose Island Belgian style ale. Pat, thanks for being here with us for another no problem little uh, <laughs> recording here. Pat's like, you give me beer, I will be here and hang out. I feel like it. we can just call Pat up and let him know, hey, we're recording. Do you want to be around for this one? Have you guys ever had a? Uh... That's not a solid answer, Pat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> but I'm also curious to where this yeah, is gonna go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, me too. You guys ever had a Dark Lord? Yeah. Speaking of lining up for beers and festivals, I'll and be stuff. right back. Do you have? Oh god. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, yeah, I'll come back if you do a podcast about that. <laughs> I've got a couple two trees sitting back there. We do. We do another episode. What kind? I don't even know what style of beer. Pat, that you're is. so woke. Uh, Dark Lord, I think, is technically an imperial stout. It's not a sweet stout, right? No. No, it's imperial stout, barrel aged, right? Yep. Uh, just like uh, Bourbon County. Mm. Um, my first experience was with you, and I... Have you had Dark Lord before? No, I've never... I'm not going to finish my sentence. I've never even been near one. I don't want to... You've never been near one. Shit, I wish I, yeah, I wish we would have known that. Well, now I'm near one. I well, guess. now I wish we would have known that, because then we only would have got into one Bourbon County, and we could have not drank anything else and gotten to a Dark Lord. Well, now we got an excuse for... Another podcast. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll have you back on when we do Dark Lord. And I know Emil's got Dark Lord. I, I think... Maybe Ron's got, Ron, a Dark Ron, Lord. Ron's got a Dark Lord. So we can always do that and do an empty the cellar or something. Totally. We'll do a Dark Lord. We can get a hands on a fresh Dark Lord. That'd be awesome. You can do that. But anyways, uh, thanks for listening to this uh, little side. I want to call them sides. I want to call yeah. them side recordings. I want to call them little recordings. I want to call them the side recordings. Thanks for listening to another side recording of the 212 Roundtable, which is just us after an episode so wasted just talking with <laughs> talking with friends drinking more beer and reviewing uh, another beer speaking of which and I'll edit this you can stop smoking on hey in the middle of the I can't rap that fast like crucial conflict otherwise yeah. I would Anyway, so wow, how incredible was that uh, little bit of uh, no, that was information? Cool. And I now learned we, a lot about France. Well, and now we know how much I like Pierre Jacques. Yeah, yeah. Did I like it or not? Did you guys listen? You you should know the answer. Yeah, I definitely listened, mm-hmm. and you I definitely. definitely learned that someone is named Pierre, mm-hmm. and then there's a guy named Jacques, mm-hmm. and then Frere Jacques did a thing. Exactly. And that is exactly what I got out of recording that with those guys. French history. Correct. Anyway, moving on, we've got one more. One more. And it was Brandon and I, just alone, first time, uh, doing an after the final pour. And he shared with me a uh, prairie dog barrel-aged beer. Yes. And it is so good. And one day we'll find one. Now, Tony, you told me you would find one of these for me and supply me with it. Mm -hmm. And we would taste it. Mm I brought you some finger biscuits the other day from uh, Twisted Hippo. Yeah. Did you like that? I did. I did yeah. like it. That's um, very good. Yeah, I kind of wish there was some more left. I like I like the Twisted Hippo and the Maplewood. What they're doing. Ooh, the Maplewood's uh, good. Yeah. I really enjoy the Maplewood. Yeah, yeah. I need to go back to Twisted Hippo. That's the. I did like the the finger biscuits. Those I want fucking to keep... cheese curds from Twisted Hippo. Oh my god. Really? Yeah, they yeah. put little tiny like peppers in it too, mm. like little peppers that you could eat. I, I don't like even that. know what they are, but they're just. I mean, mainly, mainly that's what you do with peppers when you you have them. Like, <laughs> to eat. But yeah, peppers that you can Scotch eat. Scotch peppers? Good. Is that what they're uh, called? I don't know. Aren't those? No, those are hot ones. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Now these are like little tiny like red and green peppers. Hmm. Neat. Sounds really cute. Oh my god, I'm an idiot. I don't know uh, what I'm talking about. We're gonna get off the cheese curds and yeah. on. But anyway, um, oh, give sorry. me. Uh, yeah, I want to try that. that beer. I'm gonna find it, man. I'm gonna find it. Okay. 
You hear that, everybody? We're going to find it, and no. Kevin's going to drink it with us. And you will hear why I said that, because you're going to listen to me lose my mind over this beer, because it, it was very good. It's very uh-huh. tasty, very delicious. So yeah. here's some more of All the French Predecessors. And welcome back to another episode of After the Final Pour. like stranger things <laughs> i feel like we could use this and not get sued what is this it's french music man oh, french don't know shit i don't think anyone french is listening to the podcast they might be man guinness it sounds like japa metal <laughs> i love this song all right i'm sorry fade out okay uh <laughs> brandon i'm and you know what you need to do the um you you do the intro to this too yeah. this is yours um this is your segment <laughs> this, yeah. this is your show i'll do, i'll host the regular show you host the show what a dick thing to say hey man i'll host the actual show you host the thing that i cut and copy and paste into a, a show itself we're good though you're co-host <laughs> son of a bitch we are so this is after the final pour, and today we are cracking open a fiber nutter from Prairie Dogs. So fiber nutter, uh, fiber nutter is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with wafers. The grammar on this is weird. In bourbon barrels with wafers with peanut butter, I guess, so, marshmallow and cocoa nibs. Fourteen uh, percent alcohol by volume, twelve fluid ounces. Right off the bat, smelling this. Um, I say this a lot and I feel bad, uh, but I say this a lot about bourbon barrel aged beers and those big, heavy, like sweet stouts, hot effing fudge. It does. I get a lot of chocolate off this and you can just, the oil sitting on top of this beer is amazing. I, I tell you the color, except just look into, look into my soul. It's a dark abyss. That's what it looks like. It is hard to see any light through it whatsoever, except for the very top where you can get like a reddish maroonish, um, kind of tint uh from where it is at the miscus of the beer yeah this is like crazy dark dude. yeah it is dude look at this i am i cannot nothing it's like light, light does not penetrate in, this it is in the light bulb and nothing is happening i could if this was just a, an aroma or smell i could smell all the time this is what i would want to smell it it just smells like chocolate and vanilla and make this a cologne Oh, it's like an alcoholic who works at a candy shop. That should be the name of it. Alcoholic Candyman. I'm telling you, man, make it a cologne. Right. Call it Diabetes Spray. I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going in for my first sip. Here we go. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh my God. That, that is, is ridiculous. Oh my God. That is ridiculous. Holy shit. Like, I, I'm getting all of those flavors. 100%. But what's prominent to me, like, in the back, like, the wafer. Yes. It is, like, 100%. It's, like, at first, I got to go in for another one. Wafer is lingering in my mouth right now. Hold on. Peanut butter, coconut, wafer. And then chocolate. Chocolate and wafers at the end. Is coconut in this? No. 
I'm wondering if it's like the marshmallows, probably. Marshmallow, that's probably what I'm... Yeah. Holy shit. It is rich as hell, though. Oh, my God. The, I am... I feel like this is too much to drink. But I'll finish it. Well, yeah. This, this is Where the kind you... of thing I want to... Yeah. Boil this down and make it a syrup and pour it all over my body. What? I mean, ice cream. Mm. And then... Or pancakes. Ooh. Do Bourbon County pancakes with this as the syrup. We should start our own cooking channel on YouTube. Be like, how to cook with beer, you dumbass. Or we could just do that like when we're brewing. We can just say, hey, now come over to our cooking channel. <laughs> Watch us make wings on a grill. Ooh, yeah, we got that too. Ooh, that's what we should do. Make a sauce with... Well, Emil's got all that infected Bourbon County. He wants to do a barbecue sauce That'd with that. That'd be awesome. And I'm down for that. That'd be a fun thing to, to post too. Once we get our YouTube channel going. I almost uh, I almost gonna te- was going to text you too. When I asked you what time you were coming, if you were going to say you were going to be here earlier, I was going to be like, dude, I'll just order up some smoked wings from uh, Easy Street. <laughs> you should have mentioned that. I would have came earlier. <laughs> dude, this might be... It's super rich. And if this is a great beer to try at a, at a beer fest, it's a 12-ounce uh, bottle format. This would have been a great beer to split between four people. I'm not mad that i have to drink six ounces of this by any means it's just super rich and super that that first sip it's kind of like the perfect bite there was that show there's a show on abc or fox or the perfect bite it's so pretentious where it was like <laughs> you have to get the perfect bite on one spoon or fork and if not you're voted off the show I, why am i why are we ripping on the french for this uh post show <laughs> i don't know i like them you said some you talk shit about the french i'm just saying that when i said it was a french song yeah um so the french didn't listen to the podcast oh sorry i took that as you hate the french um that was really good uh <laughs> this is this is really 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 tasty so actually i, I picked this up at fishman's um how recently uh, a couple months ago when i got the the brew crew beer that was there. Well, we need to let uh, them know. We need more. We need more of this. And who's this from? We didn't even say who it is, who it is right? Prairie Dogs. Oh, yeah, we said Prairie. Um, so Prairie Dogs, it's, it's Prairie Artisan Ales. Yes. Shit, hit the microphone, sorry. Editor's note. Editor's note, Tony, hit the mic. Fucking the, um, the label cracks me up. It's like five finger puppets. Yep. Ten finger puppets. Ten Lords of Leaping. Which is another very good beer from the brewery, I'm just saying. Um, this might be... Now, when you talk about pastry stouts, this is clearly a pastry stout. How much yeah. was this bottle? Fifteen bucks? Oh, I... Mm, I think you made... Ten, maybe? Nine, nine, nine? That's a maybe stupid steal. That is... that that. I know I sound like I'm losing my shit over this beer, but I'm just... I'm really impressed with how much you can taste everything i know yeah and i said coconut but it it was clearly marshmallow which they i know they don't taste the same but <laughs> man that's so good i could drink that all day every day as the kids say do kids still say that all day every day every day no we they say, say it. it's just day. it's just us now we say it when we're making fun of the kids <laughs> the kids don't say anything we say anymore stupid kids um man thank you so much for sharing this this is so delicious this is totes ridiculous Kids still say that. Sick, bro. You, you know what? It's funny. Uh, we need to we need to bring Kevin on for like a pastry stout episode, uh, just because you said totes were dick. Um, 
because of what we did for naming or describing the beers with all the the decades. Um, Kevin is a huge fan of the pastry stouts. He he brought over the what is it cup of s'mores from Maplewood. He got a crawler of that. What? Oh, yeah, I almost died that night. I think I said that on the the pale ale episode. I it's so good. And now it's a cup of Oreos at Maplewood. It's like a double stuffed Oreo. What? S'mores, not s'mores, but imperial stuff. Anyway, thanks, man. That was that was delicious. You have any more to say about this? No, I mean, legit. If I can find more of this, I will. If anybody can find this, grab yourself a bottle, grab a friend or two, crack it Send open. Send it all to us. Send it to <laughs> us, and we'll mention your name on the podcast, which is a big deal. Oh, my God. I just want... You get a P.O. box. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I really want more of this, but not now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to finish this, as I keep saying. Oh, totally. But I I just want, when I want to have a big, like, rich, sweet stout that just doesn't taste like beer, this is what I want to drink. This is a dessert beer. This is the definition of a dessert beer. Yes. And it's barrel-aged. And it is amazing. <sighs> so good. All right. Well... Um, we fawned over this beer for quite enough. Uh, yeah, we did. The music's going to take us out here, man. <laughs> I can't even pronounce... Oh, it's La Femme. That's who this is. After the final pour. After the final pour. What's something like... Riding in the metro. Yeah, it sounds like that, yeah. Space pants. <laughs> Space pants. <laughs> Did you ever see that episode of? <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, I love that. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. This is part of a larger episode, but yeah, thanks for listening as always. Cheers. Mm. Cheers, Brandon. I don't know if you're still recording. Yep. Cheers, bro. Don't you tell Cheers. me what that thing smells like. I wanna get it tonight. I don't know what that is. Oh, Black Jesus. Oh. <laughs> good stuff cool i'll check that out we should watch the youtube video Mm, before we go Mm -hmm. well speaking of going we're gonna go and that's it that was uh that was our first after the final pour episode we'll probably have some more in the future we we were trying to push this a little bit later out but uh it worked out turns out after four or five episodes we got enough of after the final pours maybe we'll we'll rein it in a little bit to make them a little shorter something i don't know Things are work in progress at this yeah, point. It's fun. I well, like your show. It's fun. Thank you. And I appreciate you coming back for yeah, a second time for me. To, to talk. I'll do it anytime, even though I kind of don't know what I'm talking about. Everybody agrees. All the emails we got are like, who is this guy? Well, <laughs> I thought you said it was the most listened to episode. It still is. How yeah. I, people, So fuck you. Because people are telling people, like, listen to this guy. Oh, and I'm motioning okay. at you. So people know, they're like, this sense. guy doesn't even know what he's talking hey, about. This guy. Know. He doesn't get it. But uh, anyways, thanks for coming by, Kevin. Thank you. And thanks for, actually, this is the first time I've recorded in my house, other than the intros and outros and editing it's the first time i've recorded something as far as an episode goes in my nice. house other than the original ones also that baron i did and other than all the others okay we'll see you next time guys thank you for more a- alcohol tobacco and firearms punk <laughs> Fuck. This, yeah i'll take that
music for this episode was provided by Fluid Minds. You can find all of their music at fluidmindsmusic.com. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes as well. Again, thank you everybody for listening to our show. Uh, This one was a little different, a little crazy. Brandon will be back on the next episode. I'd like to thank Kevin Goggin again for coming back in and doing this show. Uh, We'll continue to keep doing these after the final pours. Like I said, we'll we'll rein it in a little bit more and it'll be a little more... uh, constructive than uh, what we did but uh, thanks again guys if you like us uh, be sure to give a a rating and a comment and uh, yeah that'll keep us alive cheers